shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. Amen. Um, that many times in our worship, I wanted to interject and start teaching. But the thing was not working. <laughs> it was not working at all. Every time I wanted to interject, something would hold me back and the presence. Uh, you know, arrangement would just melt. God is beautiful. God is awesome. Father, we thank you. Amen. Amen. Let me not say some things. <laughs> uh, if you go, to, you can go too far in God. You can actually journey so far in God. That they call it the peace of God that passeth understanding. It means that. In the flesh, your life may not be okay. Everybody will be looking at you. Your life will not be okay. But you, you're somewhere else. You are undone. You are in peace. But when everybody in the flesh will look at your life, ah, all these things are going on in your life. Why are you still okay? What's, what's the problem? Why are, you so, why are you still so joyful? Why are you so at peace? There's something God can suspend you in a place, in a love world. I know people in, in our world, in our world, God can be giving you bitter cola. It will be like Coke and Pepsi. You <laughs> will treat it like sweet <laughs> because your taste buds will have been suspended. Praise God. It's okay, it's okay. Let me, let me teach what we have to teach today. Amen. But there are realms that God can take you to. And we'll get there in Jesus' name. But to get there, you need a preparation. You need to ch- change your taste buds. You know who changes your taste buds? Christ. Amen. Think about it before. Before you start hearing some of these messages, we used to use God for our worldly pleasures, not so? Uh-huh. So it means what was your taste buds? You, just, you know, I, I can calculate it. I, I remember uh, there, was a, there was a pastor, Pastor Uno, actually, one of his messages I listened to years ago on Rema. He says that, tell me how you spend your time and your money, huh? and I'll tell you who you are. Who you love. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you spend your time and your money? If you just open those books for me, I'll tell you who you love. Uh-huh. Huh? Yeah. So many times, the reason why people don't have time for God's friends because they are loved. There are some other things that they love. Do you get me? Or sometimes maybe money. Where you spend your money. Amen. When you spend your money on worldly lusts. By the time you calculate where your time and money is, am I communicating? We can calculate who you love. 
And it, it happens so because of your taste buds. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. How do I know? I even, let me use myself as an example. Amen. Before I started this journey of righteousness, I was just a carnal Christian like everybody else. In fact, and I used to use a lot of faith for it. In fact, I remember me and my cousin then. But by the time December 31st is approaching, we'll have we'll go and we have on Microsoft Word we'll write out how the next year will be. Amen. I wish maybe I don't know if I saved that. I should, you should just see one of those documents. You just say canal mind. In the back the whole year, by the time you calculate your whole year, how much we want to make, what we want to attain. Everything early, 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 early. And it was kind of working for us, so you get me. Until when I entered World of Righteousness, one day I now looked at the documents. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I look at the documents and I said, This cannot be. So the next the next year, when I had but I said, you know, because we're doing it, I did it. The next year, do you know what I started putting? I started putting prophecies for me, GFM, that I want to come to pass in my life that next year. I started removing because I used the old, old, old templates to work on the new templates. This there was one particular year, I think in 2011, that everything I had in the year before, I was one by one. Strike, strike, as <laughs> I replace it with what does that mean? It means my taste buds have began to change. People, when you see a carnal Christian, a carnal mind, it's not their it's not their fault, it's not their fault per se, because that's all they know. That's all they are used to. Amen. It becomes their fault when they are presented with righteousness and they reject it. That's when it becomes in heaven. They register it as somebody has sinned. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. But if you are doing it in ignorance, it's not really your fault. That's all you know. All you know, all you've heard is how to use God to buy a house, to go to school, to get a job, to prosper. And that's what you'll be doing. Amen? And which part is good, though, is good. But if that's all you are using God for, do you get me? It, that is what we call carnality. Am I communicating? Am I communicating? And you didn't have a choice because you didn't know anything else. You didn't know anything else. You did not have it. So that's why I say it's not your fault. Praise the name of the Lord. You didn't know anything else. So it means that everything that, you know when, for example now, I remember when I went to Nigeria early last year, everywhere I was going to go looking for Fanta. (laughs) (laughs) I have the Fanta here, it's not the same as. I was just looking for Fanta everywhere. I to drink Fanta. I must bring me Fanta. Amen. Because why is it? What is it about? If you give a white man Fanta, he may not like it. His taste buds is used to the canned drink they have here and the level of sugar they put in it. But us, when we drink the one here, it doesn't. It doesn't hit home. It doesn't connect. Why our taste buds is used to the horrible. At least what is used to those things. Yes. So is it taste buds? So if taste buds can change, am I communicating? It means that if your taste was for this world before, they need to change your taste bud. Amen. They need to change your what? 
your taste buds. If a man doesn't have Christ, if they give him God to eat, God will be bitter to him. Do you, um, there was, the, the, the best way I used to explain, there was a time I was in, I think I visited Grand Paris. Sometimes when I travel for work, I can just branch in and visit them there. Uh, so I visited Grand Paris and then I bought this uh, sugar tin. This, the thing is, it's just concentrate of sugar. I was eating the sugar. It's a sugar tin, but it was tasting bitter in my mouth. Do you know why? My tongue is not used to that amount of sugar. Mm. Yes. That's how God is. Too much sugar, but it's too concentrated. That when you're tasting it, it will taste bitter in your mouth. So before they give you that one, they will first have to give you a lighter sugar. Christ. So start getting you used to the, the, the taste of God. Am I communicating? Amen. So when Christ says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, he's talking about that is a path you must journey through to get to his Father. Mm-hmm. Am I making sense? Yes. Praise the name of the Lord. And so in this season, we are revisiting that way again, mm-hmm. Christ. Faith, hope, and charity. Family was saying, faith of the Son, that's the, that's the first step. Am I communicating? But we're going to, that's going to be our curriculum we're going to be revisiting in this season. Am I communicating? Praise the name of the Lord. Uh, so, when we started on Thursday, I want him to give us a short recap. <laughs> Three minutes, so five minutes. Just give us a recap of the, he taught us living faith. That's faith of the Son of God. Living faith. Praise God. So, Go ahead, sir. The teaching was majorly that we can use faith to get things. But it doesn't mean that we love God enough to live by faith. So, we can, and we, spent a lot of time in First Corinthians chapter 13. So you will see uh, places in that scripture where you, so people have mountain moving faith. But the Bible says they, are, they have not love for God. So mm-hmm. they are nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can have faith. You can have enough faith to give to the poor. You can have faith to give your body to be born. But even though you are giving your body to be born and you are giving to the poor and you have not love for God, which is charity. Yes. You are still not. You are still nothing. Praise God. So it's our love for God that makes us obey God. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Mm-hmm. So, a man can have mountain moving faith. And um, the Holy Spirit was teaching us that the reason why they use mountain moving faith is because it's impossible to move a mountain. Mm-hmm. So if you now have enough faith to move a mountain, then that's a very serious faith. Mm-hmm. But it's possible to have that kind of faith and still not love God. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. What teaches us to love God is that faith of the Son. Is the path. As God is teaching us and we are obeying Him, we are coming to that place of where we love God, which is a place of charity. Mm-hmm. Praise God. So, um, faith of the Son is the path, that chastening path that God takes us through. Mm-hmm. And he will use to train us over time. Over time. To now fall in love with God. Okay. Yeah. So, that's the essence of faith of the Son. Yes. That we separated faith towards God and faith of the Son. And faith of the Son. Faith towards God. That is to get it, which is actually good. It's yes. okay to use faith to get things from God. But if you stay there, like you were saying, yes. and you don't learn to love God, that means using faith to obey God, mm-hmm. 
when he's bringing instructions, you are not mm-hmm. obeying it because it takes faith to obey God. Then you don't really have love for God because he that loveth me obeys my commandments. Commandments. Praise God. That's wonderful. Excellent. So live in faith. Amen. Um, my daughter, it's good to see you. It's been a few weeks. Good to see you. Come on, sit here. Come, on, come, come, come. Sit here. So good to see you. Good to see every one of you. <laughs> I feel it. I'm partial. I just like to there in like three weeks. Amen. <laughs> praise the name of the Lord. And she lives very far. Same with praise as well. If anybody, if, I, if anybody's landing in airports, it's them I'll call. <laughs> airports. <laughs> convention praise God let's open our Bibles to Galatians chapter 2 uh, we'll start from verse 19 to 21 19 to 21, it says, For I through the law am dead to the law, that I may live unto God. Verse 20, I am crucified with Christ. Amen? I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I. But Christ liveth in me. And the life which I... See life, 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 life. Life. Amen. The life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith. I live by, so the life, the life I am living, I am living a life now. Amen. I am living a life now. I live by what? The faith of the Son of God. Amen. You see, living faith versus using faith to move mountains. So, losing faith to move mountains is an outside procedure. It has nothing to do with your inside. You can just, as someone preaches faith, you can just use the faith to get something physical. Am I communicating? But a living faith, because life, if your mind, if your heart has not determined to do something, you will not do it. And how we know you are living is by what you do. Yes. Amen? Praise the name of the Lord. Your life, your life is not just that you are breathing. Your life is that you are, for example, my life now can be that I am an engineer. I have a family. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. And I'm also the minister of the gospel. That can be, so that can be my life. Do you get what I mean by life? It means my daily living. My daily living. Praise the name of the Lord. And 
Hitherto, till until this happens, your daily living is instructed by yourself. Amen? And that yourself was a formation of all your schooling, your education, your peer influences, your parents and your father and your mother. Amen? Your family, your uncles, all every environment that nurture grew, grew up with and then your genetics. They all instruct your daily living. Some of you who told you to go and be an engineer, most of the time, is because of the influence of your father and your mother. <laughs> you know that if you don't meet up, you are finished. So what is that? Where did you get that life from? You didn't get that was not that was so you you picked it. It's now you though, but you picked it from somewhere. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. So Paul was a Pharisee of the Pharisees. That was his life. I don't know if I'm complicated. He had zeal for God, but without knowledge. That was his life. Yeah. <laughs> Am I complicating? That was his life. So, how would you know? How would you know that there was a Paul before he Damascus? Femi, how do you know? How do we know in the Bible that there was a Paul before Damascus? He was persecuting Christians, so he was doing something. So, meaning that was his life. Yes. And everything you do is based off of, out of your conviction. Either good or evil. Amen? Mm-hmm. Everything you do is based out, out of... So the life begins here on the inside. Mm-hmm. In, your, in your heart mm-hmm. and in your mind. Mm-hmm. Amen? So if your conviction is not Christ, then your conviction is something else. Amen? And there are varying degrees of conviction. For some of us, it may be a positive influence. Maybe, thank God, maybe some of us, our parents were Christians. So we give God praise. So they were able to give you positive influence. So before you even start learning Christ, somewhere you have picked some Christ from them. Although you've also picked some other things. Uh-huh. Except they were already Christ. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. So thanks, thank God for some of us. Some of us, <laughs> we, we don't have had the same kind of influence <laughs> growing up. But some of us, our parents may have influenced us positively, but by the time we went to boarding school, we went to university, we went to have our friends, and started having associations, we started picking things that were not Christ. Hear me? Amen. So, life is based on your what? Conviction. Whatever it may be. If in your career, your conviction is to go a certain direction, you will start living in accordance to that direction. Meaning you start taking steps in accordance to what? To that direction. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So here he's saying that I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. So Christ... Oh my God. Christ has become the content inside me that I pick from for direction of life. Christ has become what? 
contents inside me that I draw from for direction of life. I'm going to root now. If I say, for you, the foundation of the righteous be cut short, what shall they do? So, you know, you can be hearing righteous things and then be trying to do them. But no, it's not, don't try and do first. Sit down and hear it first. Let it, let the well fill up. So by, by nature, when you are, when you are, you're by nature, you're trying to pick what to do next. You'll be picking from a well, from a fountain called Christ. Quickly, let's see, let's see uh, John, chapter, John chapter 15, verse 3. There's a reason why Jesus made that statement. John chapter 15, verse 3. Are you there? Go ahead. Okay, but let me hear it. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. You see, so now you are clean because of the words I have spoken unto you. <laughs> huh? Now let me let me just show you how this thing works. Your soul is a container. Hmm? And as long as you have not learning Christ's waters, all the container has dirty water, swampy water. Do you get me? So when you what they are what christ begins before even before even the demand for obedience before any doing anything not even do anything self just come and receive clean water that's all first clean water and that clean water has some properties it's a double-edged sword that clean water knows how to drain out that swamp drain the swamp he knows how to do that he's both draining the swamp and bringing in clean water at the same time it's a double edge. It's a cleanser and an adder. It cleanses and it adds. Praise the name of the Lord. So, knowledge of Christ is the foundation. When a man is ready for soul salvation, this, this is the foundation. Knowledge of Christ is what? Is the foundation. Now, hear me. Where you pick faith from is from that foundation. Not so? It says, and the life that are now, he first established. Let's see verse, we're just on verse 20 right now. Galatians 2.20. Right now. Amen? I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live. What? <laughs> oh, glory to God. What I am now doing. Am I communicating? Is coming from where? It's coming from that that thing that's inside me. The life which I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Praise the name of the Lord. 
Now I want to go back. I want to even go back to the beginning, beginning. Amen. Amen. All of us were once unbelievers, not so. Thank you for saving me. Thank you, Allah. Thank you for saving me. Thank you, Allah. I am a In the Lord Jesus. In the Lord, I am a reader. I am a reader. In the Lord. Oh, reader. Reader. Those eyes are lovely. Amen. This is the way we are born again. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So you get born again, your spirit is saved, but your soul, let me just be honest, your soul is not yet saved. Amen? Amen. Because who is the king? Christ. Amen? Does he yet have full dominion over your soul? No. So that means, is that not kingdom? Dominion of the king. If the king doesn't have dominion fully over your soul, you haven't entered the kingdom yet. He says, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom. Then except a man be born of water and spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom. Then now says, seek ye first the kingdom of... It's, uh-huh. it's something like, you don't seek to be born again, you just receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. But for kingdom, you must seek it. And his righteousness and all that thing shall follow you. Then yeah. after, you know, after that, Jesus does it for it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. <laughs> Meaning he actually it's for you. He wants to give it to you, but seek it. You have to you have to pass through the process to get to it. As scripture says, it is with much tribulation we enter the kingdom. It's a journey to enter the kingdom. So, you are born again now. Amen? The next thing needed for you is the soul salvation. Not so? Salvation of the soul. But, you know, many souls cannot even start that process. This one I'm talking, this is Galatians 2.20. You can't start it because what happens to the soul when the soul is just as carnal as it was before? Do you get me? Every, Every carnal expectation is the same. So God knows that he can't train you in faith training. Of this kind of faith training yet. Amen. Because this kind of faith training requires you to be still and sit down. And hear. For, time, for times and for seasons. And check men. Men, they, uh, just check it. Even at your place, do you see people are never at rest? Uh, there is a nature even among believers what brings you to rest is these things because nature is this nature of panting hustle 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 panting hustle hustle hustle. do you get me such a such a hustling nature cannot (laughs) inherit the kingdom of God (laughs) amen praise the name of the Lord now whenever I think about it why do the Jews used to call on unbelievers, the Greek Gentiles. Do you know what Gentile means? What does Gentile mean? Dog. Have you seen a dog when he's he also a hustler too? When he, have you seen a dog when he's panting, salivating? Like that. That's how that's how men are.
That's how men are. That, just go, go. This is the next thing. Okay, this next. Nobody stops to think. God, what should I do? And even a carnal believer has that same attitude. And so that's why we accelerate God. <laughs> Jehovah yesterday. He has done the miracles. How do I save such a person? How do you save a doggish nature? You can't just say that you can't tell the dog to stay, sit and learn. No. What you do to save the doggish nature is uh, make the dog want something, a bone. Then give the dog a bone with a condition that he will need to believe me more. Do you get me? You need to believe in the unseen to receive the bone. That's faith for moving mountains. <laughs> Amen. Do you get me? For the bone to appear, you need to believe in the unseen. What are they trying to do? They're trying to pull your attention to another, to something else. All along, you've never had attention for something else. You've just been going, 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 going. But now they're trying to, yeah, stop, stop, stop. I'll give you the bone. I'll give you the bone. But you have to believe me first. That's the reason for milk feet. <laughs> so it's also needed because there's no way God can stop us in our tracks without that kind of faith. He will use what you are used to. Like maybe you don't have money for a TV. Do you get me? And you begin to trust God for a television. Am I communicating? You don't have the means. And miraculously, maybe you just had one friend that you haven't spoken to for one year. Just is moving, maybe moving to Ontario. Am I communicating? And says that they want to. I remember years ago it happened to me that I wanted to buy a TV. I didn't really have the means. If you <laughs> if buy the duty, I wanted the you know like in, you know not the other old ones that we used to have. And so I was now wondering, I was now checking on Kijiji and looking for a nice. I wanted a nice one. So all of a sudden, one day I just found one one weekend. It was even on a Sunday. And the guy, I now I said, why are you sending LG flat screen? You're just selling for 100 bucks or 200. I don't even know. It was just something that was almost brand new with the carton. I said, why are you selling this thing? He says, oh, he's driving to Ontario. I just need to get rid of some things. Amen. So you can just be believing God for something like that. Amen. And then miraculously, you don't have the means. It comes about. What happens next? Testimony. Do you get me? What, have, what has happened to your life? You have tasted and you have seen that God is good. So meaning they've, they've put a stop to the tracks of that panting, that consistent panting. Now you have an alternative. You don't have to pant all the time. You can now trust an unseen being for some of those things, those bones that you need. Am I communicating? Am I making sense? That's the reason for milk faith. But that is not really the faith that Jesus uttered. Hmm? Do you know why I say that? Jesus did not utter that faith. Do you know why? Elijah used that faith. <laughs> Moses used that faith. <laughs> they believed God. Red Sea parted. Is that not faith? Yes. You are seeing sea. 
You are not seeing the God. You are seeing the sea. Not so. You put your stuff before the sea. The sea imparted. Is that not it? That's why the Jews they were slow to believe Jesus. Yeah, you heal the sick. Ah, okay, Elijah healed the sick too now. Of all join. <laughs> so what? Why are you special? <laughs> oh, you raised the dead. Ah, Elijah self dead bull. Oh, the body, the boy came. Elijah, the boy. Elijah dead bulls. He took him from alive. Ah, don't worry. I've seen that one before. <laughs> that means that's not the faith that Jesus uttered. When he says it's the author and finisher of our faith, the faith he uttered was different. Now, the faith, I'm just explaining, milk faith, is still faith from God. You get me? It's still from God. It's not from the devil. It's from God. It's God. It's still God's faith. But it's a ephemeral faith. You get me? We call it miracle signs and wonders. God does that. Amen. But the faith that Jesus really uttered was a faith. Hear me. Was a faith for life, for living. To live. To use to live. And that faith is backed up by what? Who can help me? It's backed up by what? By doctrine. Knowledge. Thank you, sir. For faith cometh by. Are you seeing how Paul put it here? But Christ liveth in I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth, Christ liveth in me. Then faith cometh by hearing and hearing of the word. That's the Christ. I do get me. So Christ, knowledge of the Son of God. Are you hearing me? Knowledge of the Son of God is the root of this faith of the Son of God. Do you, get, do you get me? Knowledge of the Son of God is what? Is the root of this faith of the Son of God. Because the faith commits. And inside the word is the knowledge of Him. What else is this Bible talking about? It's talking about Him. Knowledge of Him. So when a man's. This is the foundation. This is it. Amen? When a man is filling his vessel. What, who is, what is your vessel? Your soul. When a man is filling his vessel with knowledge of the Son of God, which is the Word of God, which is, we call it waters. Am I communicating? Which is Christ. What are you in developing? You are developing a library for where you begin to pull faith out for living. You begin to pull direction for your life. Yes. Is it, not, is it not simple? You have to get it to. By force. By fire. By fire. <laughs> totally. I, mean, I said totally, you have to get it. <laughs> what did I say? Just alright. What have I said? Yes. It's written about faith for Yes. 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 And so we need to expose ourselves 
Yes. 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 By faith in the Son of God. Excellent. Praise the name of the Lord. I remember, let me, let me take you back. I remember when I was back home, that, I don't know, I like the video, it's always me they used to send. Go and fetch water from the well. <laughs> yeah, the last bonds, we used to find that cinemas. <laughs> We're always the water fetchers. Because every morning. <laughs> God was probably Holy Ghost who was arranging it to start teaching me because what I'm doing now is fetching water from the well. Yes. Your soul is supposed to be your well. When you want to figure out what to do for life, you're supposed to fetch water from what? From your well. And if your well contains dirty water, what would you be fetching? If your soul contains carnality, world, what will we be fetching? By nature. As a man thinketh in his heart, so he is. By nature. Are you seeing why Jesus said to Mary, one thing is needful. Mary has chosen it. Cooking food matter will not exchange the, your well, will not renew the, the waters in your well. <laughs> So we need to renew our well. Amen. That's why when Jesus was teaching this thing, he was teaching it to the Samaritan woman by the well. <laughs> and it was not just for her, it was teaching it for all of us. How you well up to eternal life. Fill your well with waters of life. Continuously until it overflows. That all you can ever pick from in the inside of you is Christ. You can get there. Paul labored for men to get there. My little children, whom I travel again in bed. Till Christ be found in you. He knew the roots. You know, sometimes I, I rather sometimes when I, I you know some people you know they were they exhibiting the dirty waters, the carnal behaviors. I don't mind as long as they are still hearing. I know one day the waters that I'm preaching that we are preaching will get to their well. We get to their well, and eventually. It will now change the fruit. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. So you have to deal with the root of the matter. Switch their knowledge source and fill up their well with Christ's knowledge. Am I communicating somebody? Are we blessed in the house? That's the foundation. Foundation. The foundation of the righteous because what shall they do? This is your who is our foundation? Christ. Let me even make it more specific. The knowledge of Christ. Uh-huh. If everybody can just claim Christ. No, no. <laughs> we know not that one now. We know we are all in Christ Jesus. We know that one. I know this is not that one we're talking about here. Yeah? We're talking about do you know him? 
are you been here? And you can't say, oh, I know him. Oh, okay, tell me, show me what you've been doing the past two years with your time. Mm. Show me the messages you've been listening to, honestly. Mm. Mm? If you show me the messages you've been listening to, I'll know whether you really know him or not. Because by the message minister, what the man is preaching, do you get me? Is he preaching Christ content? Or is he preaching? If you have heard, all you've heard is prosperity. You can't tell me you know Christ. Yes. Mm. Mm? You cannot tell me you know him. Mm-hmm. You don't know him. You know that he, you know what his hand can do. Yeah. You don't know him. Mm. Mm. If all you've known and you've heard about is how he can heal, you don't know him. Mm-hmm. You know that his hand can lay hands on someone and heal. You don't know his contents. Am I communicating? Praise God. Because every week I just generally say, ah, no, by Christ, by Christ, no, no, no. This is we are talking about the knowledge, the content. Come on. Not so? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. It, is, it also goes for Christ, too. Everything he has said that you noted in the Bible, where did it come from? His heart, meaning his content. So if you now receive what he has said, what are you really receiving? You are receiving the content of his heart. And you are now transferring the content of his heart into the content of your own heart. That is Christ formed in you. This is our foundation. Amen. Am I communicating? Okay. Let's see First Corinthians chapter 13. Because now we'll be able to teach, I'll be able to move, even it's still faith of the song to be teaching, and maybe hope, but we're going to be able to move further. Because you can't really understand faith of the song without understanding the roots. It's called the knowledge of Christ, meaning the word of God. So when we say faith of the song, faith of the song, it's not, it's not an abstract thing. It's not like, oh, what's another faith? What's this faith? How do I live it? No, just sit down and learn Christ. The faith will come. <laughs> uh, amen. I, I'll give another, my own example too. I, I, I gave the example of my plans for the next year. Kind of thing. The one that always shocked me the most was my prayer points. Uh huh. Those are about seven, about seven prayer points. Seven, all of them will be, there will be zeros, in, there will be zeros inside the, you know what I mean by zeros? Money. <laughs> zeros are always inside the prayer point. I don't know why. <laughs> why can we not have prayer point without zeros in money inside? <laughs> Amen. Which is okay, please. Not, <laughs> I don't offend somebody. But it's, it's okay to ask for something, but... To ask for money and to ask for God to provide for your needs. The Bible says, For the Lord will supply all my needs according to his riches in glory. But I'm saying, I'm not saying the more needful, the more important one. Amen. So later, do you know what I now found? That my, my, my prayer points began to change. I just let me just make it so practical. Sometimes when you know when, you know when we're at church and people are praying some prayer, certain prayer points. Um that we know, yeah, yeah. sometimes I just find myself, I will turn the prayer, I'll start praying it in a righteousness direction. It's not, I will not close my mouth and not pray. But I'll just use it, I'll pray it in a righteousness direction. Every prayer can be prayed in a righteousness direction. 
That's what it's says that if you pray that you, you will prosper. And my soul too also needs to prosper. I will pray that my soul prospers. Also. And then also that as my soul is prospering, God should also make sure my needs are met. Yeah. Amen. If someone is praying for healing of the body and I'm sick in my body, I'm not sick. That doesn't mean I shouldn't pray. My soul needs healing, excuse me. You can pray that God will be healing my soul. Turn that prayer point for your soul. To heal your soul. There's no prayer that can you can pray for righteousness. Praise the name of the Lord. Am I communicating? So we're in First Corinthians chapter 13, not so. Are we blessed in the house? Ay, 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 yeah. This is, is needful. <laughs> Amen. Are we ready? That was just the essay foundation, our introduction. I don't worry, I'll finish on time today. Don't even be afraid at all. <laughs> I feel last week we heard, where, where did we finish last week? <laughs> so, <laughs> you imagine what I was doing teaching at two o'clock. <laughs> I I want to apologize to everybody. I'm sorry. Uh, Evie, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I apologize. <laughs> uh, I'm messing I will not reach two o'clock today. I will not reach one forty-five. Uh, in fact, my my one twenty-five. I'm sure FA would already move. FA knows how to. Yeah. FA knows how to round you up. <laughs> To the cockroach. <laughs> yes, sir. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. First Corinthians chapter 13. It says, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity. I am become a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. I'll just read it through. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith, so that I could remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, profited me nothing. Charity suffereth long and, chari- and is kind. Charity envieth not, charity vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up, doth not behave itself unseemly, seeketh not our own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, rejoiceth not, all these are the image of Christ, rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth, beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things, charity never faileth. But the where they be prophecies, they shall fear. Where they be tongues, they shall cease. Where they be knowledge, they shall vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. 
For now, we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now we know, I know in part, but then shall I know, even as I am known. Now verse 13 says, And now abideth faith, hope, and charity. Charity, these three. But the greatest of these is what? Now, do you know what it's just saying there? In the Christ learning, there are three dimensions. Am I communicating? The the beginning, that faith there is faith of the Son of God. Then there is hope. And then there is what? Charity. Now, charity is the end of Christ. The Bible says, for charity is the end of the commandment. Charity is the end of who? The end of God and the end of Christ. Hear me. Let's see First Corinthians chapter. No, actually, Second Corinthians chapter four. John, do you help me read from verse one to four? Yes, Second Corinthians chapter four, from verse one to four. Help me bring water, please. Yeah, go ahead. Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we think not, but we have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling, handling the word of God deceitfully. But by manifestation of truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. Mm-hmm. Two verse four. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. In whom the God of this world has blinded the mind of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, who is the image of God. Thank you. Who is what? The image of God. So, when you are reading charity, what are you reading, really? The image of God. Hmm? That's why he's high. Charity is so long. <laughs> I remember... I remember my brother... My brother... My brother... I asked him one day what he read in the scripture. Yeah, sometimes he reads scripture. He said he read First Corinthians chapter 13. I read about charity. I said, okay, so what did you get from it? He just said that your love is too hard. That was something. <laughs> <laughs> that was his conclusion. <laughs> yeah, that was the revelation. <laughs> that was the message. <laughs> Suffering love is can only me. Envious not. I wanted not to say, not pumped on the not be only me. I have to be myself. I have to be not say us. Bear it all things and hope it all. Ozi only me. Praise the name of the Lord. 
So the what is that? It is the what? The image of God. I'm going somewhere. You see how I started from foundation? What's the foundation? Christ. Knowledge of Christ. Mm-hmm. What does knowledge of Christ build in you? Huh? Faith. The living faith. Is what is from those waters you pick out how to live by faith, the faith of the Son of God. Do you get me? Amen. But then it's not just the faith, it's faith. Then after faith is another one now. Hope. Then after hope is the image of God. Am I communicating? Now, what is in that knowledge? What's that knowledge about from that foundation? Knowledge of who? Of Christ. Who is that Christ? The image of God. Hear me. There is all that knowledge. It has an intention. Amen. All that knowledge. It has a what? It wants to form an image. Hey. It wants to do what? That you can hope for. That's hope. As we behold in a glass the image of the Lord, the glory of the Lord, and we are being changed into that same image, but not that image. In fact, do you know, when you get born again, you can't even see that image. You don't even know what Christ looks like. All you know is that Christ is a, is a miracle worker. He's our healer. He's our restorer. You don't even understand what it means. He's our redeemer. Do you understand what that means? You don't even understand what that means. You now need to go into his knowledge to start understanding the content of the person. As you're understanding the content of the person, an image is forming in that mirror. And it's not you. (laughs) Eh? Who is forming in that mirror? Christ. Now, if you cannot see something, can you hope for it? Not that you have it. You don't have it. But until you have an image to hope for, you cannot hope for it. That's why hope, this hope here comes after faith. I don't know if I'm communicating. Why? Because you will need knowledge of that Christ to build up, to build up, to build up until the image of Christ is formed. Not that you are Christ yet. Now you have seen who this person is. This is now, is in this season now begin to see how terrible you are. In the sense that you are now seeing a better man in the mirror. This is the time you now begin to see all your infirmities. Before, you know, so in those days when I used to dance, it was, I will dance like the Vida. <laughs> I was doing like, I did not do it as Satan was this. <laughs> formation, wrong formation was inside me. And I thought I was, ah, God is so pleased with me. They get me? <laughs> that everything is okay, we are God, we made peace. We are like, ah, no. You know those boys that confess things. They are not even. They don't even see me. They don't even know the person they are confessing that they claim they are. No. You know yourself. Mm-hmm. But do you know why they are able to deceive themselves? It's because they are not seeing image. Yes. If you are not seeing image, who else would you see in the mirror? You will see yourself, and you feel that there's nothing else to do. 
there's nothing to improve upon. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that's why people don't like our message because we are making them <laughs> it's almost like we are attacking people. <laughs> no, we're not attacking anybody. We're just we want to form a new image in that your mirror. So you can see another man, see a better man. Praise the name of the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Like, I want to use the example of nurses and doctors. So I have a few nurses here. Uh, so, why you were going to school for nursing? Do you get me? The school, was, the school was very tough and hard. But when you finish it, oh, you have done something. Not, you know, it's a tough no If not, not everybody can do nothing, to be honest. Yeah, if you're already almost like a grade above many, that couldn't make it. But the time you now finish, you're not happy. Ah, well, I'm a nurse. I'm not making money. Money is coming in. Account is moving forward. You get me? But then after a while, you're now working. You now see doctors. They are white and they are stethoscope. Do you get me? Except maybe some of us here, yeah, they've been healed already. They get me, Christ, or maybe not. <laughs> but after a while, you start feeling, yeah, that, is it, I don't know, is it jealousy or, or lower? Do you get me? You start feeling that, ah, that this is a better image. I could have, why didn't I go for this one? I could have just endured another four years and become this one. Do you get me? Am I communicating? So, but before, while you were doing the nursing school, you were satisfied. If I just become, then just graduate, when I just become this nurse, everything is just okay. Amen? But then by the time you now see something better, that's what I'm saying. By the time you see something better, what happens? You now start seeing all your infirmities. You now start seeing how you are insufficient. How you could have actually, what is, what is it they know that I don't know? It's not as though they even, they are smarter than me. So I could have just, if I was just wiser, I could have just have endured the thing. And I'd have been better. And that's how it is when you see the image of Christ. Am I communicating? Are we blessed in the house? Yes. So when you see the image of Christ, you see a better man. Not so? Yes. You see a better man in the mirror. And they want you to begin to change into that what? Into that image. So that's why it says, now abide it. Faith, hope, and charity. Let me tell you what, let me use another word to describe it. Now abide it. Christ, Christ, and full Christ. Or I can say, now I buy the 30-fold, 60-fold, and 100. <laughs> because in faith, you're already building Christ. In hope, you're still hearing Christ. But now, in addition to that, you're now seeing an image of who this person really is. And what you need to change into. Yes. What you need to do what? If you don't see that image, you will not quite know what you need to change into. You will still be here, say, here, say, you are still hearing. But that is already, Jesus said, just by hearing alone, you are already clean. Just maintain that one first. Because eventually, the hearing will form that image. It will form that image. You now start seeing the personal, you now start seeing that, you know, before, every time I teach you to think about Jesus, when I was there, I used to think of him like a David, a lion. They get me, mighty God. You get me, on the right by you, you are mighty. And it's true. But if you see his true essence, really, who is he? He's a lamb. When he wanted to explain his essence, say, learn of me. For I am what? So what are you learning? 
meek and lowly things. <laughs> By meek and lowly substances, death me, that's the song. Amen. Let's go there. Let's see it. Matthew chapter 11 or so. If you are ready for rest, this is the one you have to come and learn. If you are interested in what? In rest, this is the one you have to come and what? And learn. Not the high, the high lion arrangement. No. What you have to come and learn is the meekness arrangement of Christ. Matthew 11. Maybe you can help me read. If you're there. Not verse 1 now. Have you got You know what I'm going now? She has placed. You can go ahead and start from there. interested in the business of rest hmm? you come and learn what meekness and lowly things amen they call him the lion and the lamb so the outward appearance is a lion but inside in his heart is a lamb and those are the substances that that cause for rest those are the substances that cause for image the when the image of a man is not how it looks on the outward the image of his man is how his soul looks like. And Jesus is confessing his soul that I am meek and lowly where? In heart. Meaning that's my image. No wonder charity beareth all things. I use the lamb, meekness. No wonder you endure it all things. It's a meek nature. Lions can't endure you know it. will take meekness. It will take meekness to be able to. Just like a, you know, like a donkey. Yeah, so just to be durable. You see that? And just keep going. A camel. Amen. Horses, horses can run fast. Well, after horses run just past this road, they, they, in fact, you know when a horse is no longer to go moving again, he will let you know. He will stop you. He will try and flog it. It is not moving. It's tired. There's nothing you can do. But a camel, a donkey, will take you through the Mediterranean, take you through the, the deserts for days. Horses, five, ten minutes, the horses are ready. You start doing this hoof like this. Letting you know that I'm not doing it again. <laughs> no matter what you do, you can't force it to do it again. Though when it started, it was running at 50 kilometers per hour. But a camel will take you days. You won't even need water. Amen. Amen. So what does that tell you about the nature of the heart of God? That's charity. That's a lamb. Like a donkey. It's a sheep. 
alarm. Durable. Can last. Can carry things for a time. Sisters. We should become like that. Am I communicating? Do you know this season will pass? Let me, let me bring it home. Bring it back. This is what they call it COVID, Corona. Corona, Corona. Coro, Coro. Coronavirus. That's all. It's going to pass. Do you hear me? It's going to pass. So some people are tired of it. Me, I'm tired of it, but I'm not tired. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Huh? I'm tired of it. I want it to go. But it will not beat me. It will not make me feel like I ah, have COVID. No. COVID won't. I will overcome COVID. We will endure past COVID. When COVID finishes, we are just beginning. You will survive the thing. COVID, yeah. COVID can't really touch it. As COVID is going, it's coming, it's going. Praise the name of the Lord. So the image of God begins to train us how to re- to be what durable. That's charity. Am I communicating? Let me see if people are listening. Jeniskoski. I know. <laughs> Okay, oh yeah, Judy, what is the foundation? Just me the foundation. The foundation, like you said, is the knowledge of the Son of God. Is like, is Christ, right? The knowledge of God is the foundation. It's the foundation, the knowledge perfect. She's an A plus student. <laughs> That's excellent. Amen. Praise. Sister Praise. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. What's the next level? So what does that knowledge then do? Yes. So it helps you to see the image over time. It's not just the one day. It's a consistent knowledge impartation. Right now, some of you may not even be seeing the image yet. So you will still need more knowledge. Increase or let me let me put it this way, you will be seeing the image darkly, mm-hmm. not correctly, not accurately. He says, for he is a baby, he's unskillful in the world of righteousness. So he may be seeing something, but it's not the same, it's not accurate. So the knowledge of God or Christ, knowledge of Christ, develops faith of the Son. Amen. Mm-hmm. Which is necessary to develop the correct image of God. That you need to be seen. So, Effie, what is hope? Help us. What is hope? I think you're in trouble. Mm. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I don't think I'm disturbing you guys today. Am I not? <laughs> 
Yes. Because that knowledge is going to be forming an image over time. Over time, that's yes. What you said. And I know you talked to me yesterday about this is that when you're in that full place, that's when you can see all your infirmities. Yes. You can see the image, but you're not quite You're not there yet. So you can now you are now be able to compare yourself against the image and see where you don't meet up. That is hope. There's one there's one significant thing with hope is it's called patience. It's one of the one of the, the, the one of the greatest attributes of hope. You wait. In that waiting period, they're trying to see you. In that waiting period, you're trying to work out your salvation in fear and trembling. That's the period where you're trying to change to that image. What you are hearing, so you can become that image. Say that again. That's perfect. That's the perfect way of describing it. It is from hope that you take instruction. It is in hope that you start doing what you are hearing, so you become that image. Now, where do those instructions come from? From the body of knowledge. That knowledge of Christ you have accumulated. You now start picking instructions. Those instructions are. You start picking instructions to change into the image that you are now seeing ahead of you. Is that clear? If you can just get that, you see, that's the journey of salvation. If you can get that, that's the journey of salvation. Hearing and doing the word. That's what I've just been. That's faith and hope. Hearing is faith. Is what brings faith. Doing is what when you are in hope. You are seeing the image and you are trying to do it. Now, when you have done all hope, or let me say, when you have done all the image and done it well, then you can now say, I am charity. How many of us believe that Jesus did this thing on earth? That Jesus was born of Mary and Holy Ghost but really, he was he was flesh and blood like you are. Hmm? He wasn't born God, really. He grew back to God. Hmm? The Bible says that God cannot be tempted, not so. And um, but Jesus, they also say concerning Jesus Christ, he was tempted in every in every way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So he wasn't yet God. He got back to God. The final ceiling of his God was when he resurrected. Today have I begotten thee. That one, they didn't, they didn't say it on earth. Because it wasn't big then. He was, he was justified in the spirit. So it was, it was now later that Paul now caught that revelation in the spirit. Today have I begotten thee. Thou art my son. Son of God. God. They now call it, oh God. Let's see something. Let's see first John. Let's see a couple more scriptures. First John chapter 2. I think verse 6. First John chapter 2, verse 6. Who well, have I not tackled today? <laughs> I think I'm talking about it. I asked that question now. Did I know? Yeah. 
Det er fuldstændig en travel tog. Jeg skal ikke tage, hvor de snakker ikke. Fris godt. Halleluja. Help me read. Hvad er sex, er fedt? So he he that says he abided in him, abided, ought also to walk even as he walked. That means Jesus walked. Hmm? Meaning, when they say walk, it means in it, when you when you started the journey, you were not perfect. When you ended the journey, you were perfect. Uh-huh. <laughs> That journey of perfection, journey of learning, let me put it that way. Amen. So Jesus was born of the Virgin Mary, a baby. The word became flesh, literally. He was no longer God when he was born. Amen. But his destiny was to back to God. And that was the last prayer he had in John chapter. He said, hey, Father, give me the glory I had with you. Not when the world began. Before the world began. Meaning he didn't have it at that moment. That was one of the last moments before. Am I communicating? One of the last moments before he went to the cross. He did not have it. Otherwise, why would you pray for something you already have? He was praying, Father, glorify me. Give me the glory I had with you before the world began. That's Godhood. That's a serious prayer, man. <laughs> God said, I can't just answer the prayer. Praise God to the night. <laughs> God, now the cross. I resurrect, man. We don't answer the prayer. <laughs> it means it will take an unreasonable commandment to get to the di- realm of God. It will take the, a, a dimension of obedience, a last obedience. Praise the name of the Lord. But now abideth. That is also in First Corinthians chapter thirteen. It talks about now. Now is Christ. Then is God. It says now abideth faith, hope, and charity. So let's still deal with the one that we can handle now. Amen. Faith, hope, and charity. Because after Christ, there is also God. I just want you to know that. Amen. After Christ, there is also what? Aha. Uh-huh. We visited that many times, Isaiah chapter 52, we call it the gospel of peace, good tidings. Then the next one is gospel of glad tidings of good things, meaning joy. Praise the name of the Lord. Because my father is greater than, than I. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Glory to God. Did I say we should read somewhere? Are you ready? Ready, Tabby? Okay. Hallelujah. So now abideth what? Faith, hope, and what? And charity. Faith, what? And then what? And the greatest of these is what? But where is the well? Where does it start with? Knowledge of Christ. We must take this thing home. 
Because we live here, we understand it. Do you understand? Do you get me? It, I used to, you know, this is a process. This is a process of salvation. A charity man is a man who is before God. A charity man is a man who has made peace with God. Yes. Why? Because he's the image. Yes. A charity man is what we call a godly man. You know, God, God, meaning like God, godliness. That's the man of charity. Like godly. The Bible says godliness with contentment is what? Is great gain. We can attain this. That's the reason we cannot. It's for you. Let's see why it's for you. Let's go to First Corinthians chapter 12. Verse 31. Come here, read. Yes. I show you a what? So it says, yes, covet the best gifts, but go for the way, the excellent way. Because really, in chapter 13, it began to say that those gifts are really nothing. Why? Because what the best thing those gifts can produce is things in the flesh. And anything that you see in the flesh is nothing. But yet, I show you a more excellent way. It means that a man who is coming into charity, meaning from faith to hope to charity, is a man who is inheriting substance. Do you get me? Do you get me? Who is inheriting what? Substance. Meaning you are filling up your well with waters and it will never pass away. He says that which Mary has chosen it and it shall not be taken from her. You don't know what you are doing every time you hear knowledge of Christ. You are, you are drinking water. Fountain of water. I hope you're not rounding me up. <laughs> Amen. But well, just be playing, Sha. Just be playing. The thing is not finished yet. Can we see John chapter 4? You always strengthen us. Amen. Just for time, I'll go to the verse 10. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that said unto thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked him, and would have he would have given thee living water. The woman said unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. That well is what? What is that well inside you? Your soul, remember? The well is your soul. Amen? It's a container. It's a belly. It's a contains things. I will feed your soul with fatness. Azar 55. Not so. Remember? Cool. Everyone that tested, come here to the water. I will feed your soul. Incline your ear and I will feed your soul with fatness. 
and your soul shall live. It means your soul can carry things. So it's a well, it's a container. Amen. He now says, verse 13, Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water, this one, do you get me? Shall test. Meaning if I drink this water like this, initially I'll be satisfied, but it will run down through my system and go away. So what God is, Jesus is saying is that, Whosoever drinketh of the water I shall give him, shall never test. It means, this, the water that I will give you, you will drink it, it will not go through your system and go away. It will stay in your system. Am I communicating? Every time you connect to a message, a Christ message, anytime you connect to word of righteousness. So I'm trying to be specific so that you know because the one that adds that stays, that adds to your system and stays. Amen. Um, this word of God, word of God is diverse. Am I communicating? The word of God is diverse and it has different operations. The word of God has operations that brings things to you. Not so, but after it has brought the thing to you, that word has ceased. Do you get what I'm saying? For example, you are believing God for a TV, and you go to a program. The program, the Bible, the preacher, the prophet says, "There is somebody here who you are believing God for something in your heart." The Lord says, "To let you know that you have received it." Then you say, "Amen." And if the TV comes, what has happened to that word? That word has been fulfilled, meaning it has ceased. Yes. Do you get me? Meaning it assists. But this one, talking about the person, the person of Christ. Amen? Amen? And all, every word of God is good. Because you need some of these things, don't you? But this one, talking about the content of his person, what happens to it? It stays in the well. Today you will need it. Ten years from now you will need it. In the world to come, you will still be using it. This same knowledge that you are hearing. Okay, let me communicate in a better way how knowledge can cease. Knowledge that can cease is the one that cannot cease. Hear me. I learned how to drive a car. It was a knowledge. In fact, the process here, you fail to read a book. You want to do class seven, pass the exam. They wait one year. <laughs> I don't know why they did the one year. But <laughs> they stretch us out. <laughs> proper, proper practice. <laughs> Amen. And then after the one year, you now go to school. They call it driving school. Hmm? Some of you used me as a driving school. <laughs> Amen. But you now go for school, for driving school. What are you trying to accumulate? Knowledge of how to drive. And once you have that knowledge, for this for this earthly life, it doesn't pass away, that's all. But excuse me, when you appear in the world to come, are you going to be driving Hyundai? It means that knowledge can cease. Aha! That's what I'm talking about. In fact, let's not reach what we call. If Jesus returns 1,000 years in and you're in Jerusalem with him, Raining for a thousand years. Where am I driving to? Excuse me. Where am I driving to? 
the person I want to drive to is here. He's a greater than somebody is here. The person I want to drive to, he, who am I? If what am I using my phone? Who am I calling with my phone? All the people that I care about are here. Who am I calling with my phone? Huh? Who am I sending email to? The person I ever wanted to send email to is here. So, knowledge is conceived, but there is a knowledge that will never ever cease. Are we okay? So, every single second, amen, every single second, every single second you invest in accumulating knowledge that can never cease. God, the Bible will call you a wise man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Daniel chapter 12, verse 2, that's what it says. Those are wise men. They shall shine like the stars. A wise man, you see, a man of knowledge excels in strength. A wise man, even in earthly things, a wise man in earthly things will go for knowledge that is able to make him money, not so. But yet, to God, he's still a fool. Because that knowledge will cease. A wiser man is a man who would invest more in going for knowledge that what never pass away. Praise the name of the Lord. I want to shade, but... <laughs> I will try to shade. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Eh? A time should come where we should not even be in a haste to leave this place. Do you know why? The moment you leave here, the other knowledge you are going to go for will cease. The one you are hearing here would what? Would never cease. Both in this life and in the life to come. Praise the name of the Lord. Verse 14 says, But whosoever drinketh of this water that I shall give him shall never test. I'm rounding up. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up unto... Are you seeing it lasts? It lasts. It lasts. My people, it lasts. It lasts. You have a question? Go ahead. Yes, please. and we prophesy in part for when that which is perfect is come and that which is in part shall be done away with now what is that which is perfect charity is perfect charity 
is the is the perfect man. The Bible says charity is the bond of perfectness. That's Colossians chapter. If you want to see it, Colossians chapter three. Colossians chapter three. Verse 14. Colossians chapter 3, verse 14. It says, And above all these things, put on charity, which is what? The bond of perfectness. So when you are going for charity, you are going for perfection. Perfectness. And that one, it means that the errors of when you knew in part will be done away with. You will now see clearly who Christ is. Go ahead, Tolo. So when he says, but then, mm-hmm. then is not in heaven. No. You want me to explain? <laughs> it's, the, it's, the, it's going far. Uh, the, the then is like, you know what they say, refer to the world to come. They get me the world to come, but he's also referring to a state um, th- where God is beyond this present n- world, even the perfection of this present world. Um, God is from eternity past to eternity to come. In fact, God is ready in the world to come. So, uh, the realm of God is the realm of the den. But I will explain further after the meeting because. The then now you're not talking about the you know I talk about Christ and God. You're not talking about God realm, the realm of the Father. Yes. That's why they call it morning light. Morning light is new, new dawn. Amen. Is is a is a new day, is a den. It's another day. It's not after we die. Yes. This is spiritual terminology. And you begin to see as you get more into the spiritual terms of the scriptures. So you can come into the den in the days of your flesh. While you are here on earth, you've come into the den, meaning you've known the morning. You've known God. That, that's what, if, if you read further, verse 12 says, But then face to face, that's God. You've not known, you've known God. And you can't get to that face to face except it's only a charity man that can now see face to face. At this point, I'm not sure. He hasn't gotten that. Maybe Hebrews. John got to the den. It was John that got to the den. In fact, the book of Revelation is from the den. Yeah. But. It does another one is <laughs> another realm. Amen. But what will prepare you for that realm? Obviously, is faith, hope, and what? And charity. Alright. In song, in song. Let me summarize. Praise the name of the Lord. Let's go home with this. Let's go home with this. Are we blessed? Let's go home with this. That the root it starts with what knowledge of Christ. From knowledge of Christ, it builds up into faith of the Son of God. We begin to pick from those waters to live, faith, living faith. Not so. 
From that living faith, it now builds up over time to an image. The image begins to form. Then you are now, you are now entering into hope. What's the hope? You are hoping to become the image you are seeing. The appearance of a great hope. And I think that was our first convention team. The appearance of a great hope. <laughs> uh, amen. So you, you, are, you are now seeing. You are now trying to become what you are seeing. That's hope. And if that's hope, one thing that's, that's it, what do I say one thing is key with hope? Patience. Because it will take time. Some of us, that patience will be longer than some others. Because some of us, the infirmities, <laughs> sometimes the infirmities can be discouraging. <laughs> when you see your stage, oh, maybe we're talking about, I'm going to it to apologize. So I was saying, some of their faces. <laughs> and we watch it, man. Or when sometimes we're heading this preaching, remember the whole message she preached on Saturday morning? The demand that God was putting on her concerning burial, and one brother just came from nowhere, just took, took the money. You know what kind of thing? I'll be looking at myself. I said, let's just put that one somewhere because me, I'll have to use another wisdom to answer that. I can't, I can't just give my, I can't just do it like that. So, but like, by you doing that, what are you just doing? You're actually elongating your whole process. So, the quicker you respond to the image, the faster you come to charity. So that's where this is the reason why we tell people to be meek, be low. A meek man will be it'll be easier for a meek man to convert, to change the image. Because the man did not even see himself as anything. He's a man who sees himself as something. That I, I, why should I have to always be the one changing? Why should I be the one always having to be the one to apologize? Why am I the only one that always have to call back all the time? And very legitimate reasonings. I, but by all those you're actually slowing down your hope journey. I've actually checked it over time. Like people who are humble are more responsive to this world than like people who go further. I've checked over time, I've seen it amongst all of us. And those who go further, or further faster, we will all end up in the same place eventually. Am I communicating? But you shall all know me from the least of them to the greatest. But father faster is those who have a humble heart. Azar 66, to this man would I look upon. Who is poor and of a contrite spirit, meaning broken spirit. Who trembleth at my word. God knows that without that broken spirit, your trembling to the world will be, not be complete. So it means that if you are not trembling, what does tremble mean? It means as you see the image, I must change you. Wow. Is this... Is this it? Whereas if you are not trembling, you hear it say, wow, deep. <laughs> I just said, let me just put it here for now. <laughs> One day we'll get there. I am a walking progress. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're, you're, you're elongating your walking in progress. <laughs> And the reason why he understands is because he rather you just you stay. He said, "Do he said, uh, now Second John verse nine, you whoever transgresses and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ hath not God. So he rather you abide, even though you are slow moving, than to transgress and live. So even though you are a snail in the spirit of hope, God rather you be a snail than not be there at all. 
So that's why he, when they will say he understands, and you will now you now need to pity yourself and you understand. He actually understands though. But is the reason why he's understanding is that so that you not now just leave the, the part. So that's why he's understanding, but really, really sometimes you just need to you need to you need to ginger yourself. Yes, strengthen your feeble knees. Empower yourself, encourage yourself in the Lord. I can do this, it's possible. People are doing it, I can change. I can submit more to this word. I can hear it more. I can, I can, I can. It's possible. The faster you do it, the faster you grow. It means the lower you go, the higher you go. That's so. If you want to build a tall skyscraper, you first dip a deeper foundation. The meeker you are, the higher you go. Meaning because the meeker you are, the more quick you'll be in picking those words for change. And the less resistant you'll be to change. Because if a man still has some pride, it's pride that erects a wall against change. Am I communicating? It builds a wall against change. So those prides are defenses against what they are bringing. Change. So when you break those prides down, you'll be meek enough, you'll be low enough to be able to receive what you are hearing and change into that image. Are we blessed in the house? Our Father, we thank you. We give you praise. Adoration be unto your holy name. Thank you for today. We, we give you praise. Father, we exalt you. Father, in this season now, we are beginning to see Christ more. We are beginning to understand what we still need to do. Help us change. Help us become better. Let us change into that glorious image. Even the little image that you are showing us, let us change into that image. Help us to see more. Help us to submit more. Help us to be meeker. Help us to be more responsive. Remove those gates of pride in our hearts that we erect against the words of God, against the truth that is coming our way. Oh, Father, help us. Uh, Help us not to find faults even in the speakers of this world, so that we may be blessed in what we are hearing. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We exalt your holy name. May we be perfected in these things. Father, I'm praying for each and every one of us here today, and those online, and those who will still hear this message, that, Father, these words that have been spoken by the Spirit, they will find a home in them. You will begin to feel that they are well with these waters. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Father, I thank you. Wherever I may have misspoken or spoken in error, forgive me, help me, strengthen me. Uh, let, I just pray that the words will reach your people the way it ought to, to have reached them. In the name of Jesus. I know, I'm praying that no one will misunderstand uh, the words or the intents of the words. That everything shall find a home, a resting place, and bring salvation. In Jesus' name, we are prayed. Amen. And redemption also. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise. In Jesus' name. Between the
Shine for you, dwells between. 